0: Welcome to the SWP. It's brought to you by All Insurance Ontario and Jim K. Ford, your Ottawa-certified, pre-owned Ford dealer. They remove all of the worries with a 12-month, 20,000-kilometer limited warranty coverage, vehicle history report, purchase financing rates from 1.99%, 24-hour roadside assistance, and a whole lot more. See, that's peace of mind when you're buying a vehicle. Check out JimKFord.com, 1438 Uville Drive in Orleans. A lot of people I talk to end up asking me about what coverages should they have for their house. How much do I need? Why would I want that?
1: Hi, I'm Jared Girard, All Insurance Ontario. Call or text me at 801-2659. Give me a call. Let's have that talk. And we'll make sure that you have the coverages that you want and that you need. All Insurance Ontario, your modern boutique broker. The Steve Warren Project. Sports and whatever.
0: All right, welcome to our program. It is Warnsey and Jungle. It's a couple of former TSN morning show cronies crushing it down in the podcast world. Thanks to our fine sponsors, Jim K. Ford at All Insurance Ontario. Thanks to our great Patreon members. And thanks to you, good listener, for giving us a little of your time today. We've got lots to get to over the course of the day. Normally, I'm supposed to do in the intro some sort of music uh, bit, some sort of song title or lyric, and you're supposed to get it. Man, did that not, la- not last long, James. How oh, are you? I forgot. Oh, all right. Well, I've forgotten
1: for about four shows, and you haven't even noticed. I didn't notice, yeah. You know, no, I didn't. No, it's going on? Because like, I thought, uh, you're joined by Warnsy and Jungle. I'm like, what What song is that? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Warnsy and Jungle. You're to- talking
1: about Warnsy and Jerome or whatever you said. Uh, it-, it brings me back to, I wonder where that guy ended up. Because when I started... At OSR, Ottawa Sports Radio, started filling in there in 99. Yeah. Uh, It was Hebshire. Where'd that guy end up? Remember Hebshire and Taddy and Hebshire? Wasn't they were kind of the first two-man sports thing when they started doing Sports Desk and all that stuff?
0: Yeah, that was amazing. That was on Global back in the day at 1130 when they... That was still a thing back then until all sports came along and just basically wiped TV sports off the face of the map on right. your general regional sportscasts or newscasts, rather, but eleven thirty yep. sports line, all sports from eleven thirty to midnight it was amazing for sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, right, what what, right. what Hebsy has done, and this is so lame, uh, he seems to be out of the traditional broadcast world, and he's decided to do a podcast. So, oh my god, I, I don't well, know about that decision. That's
1: crazy. Because <laughs> <laughs> I remember watching when I was uh, started getting interested in sports, because mm-hmm. uh, he's from Sudbury, he was a friend of my folks. Hub Boudre, oh yeah, I remember him. Remember, remember Hub? Yeah, he was a good friend of my folks. Um, Hub, and then of course uh, Brian at CTV, C-G-O-H. Yep. Uh, Brian Smith, Brian Smith, and Hub. Uh, of course, those were the only two games in town, Steve. That's how old I'm getting. Was <laughs> CTV yep. and, and CBC uh, back back in the day? Yeah, CBC had another guy
0: at that time when Hub Boudre was on, named Vic Holtquist. Yes, as well. yeah, 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 yeah. Right,
1: right. Good, and then, good, And good, then Dan Sagan,
0: uh, didn't uh, wasn't that long after their era, because Dan Sagan was with Brian Smith over at CJOH with Billy Patterson, and then Dan moved over to CBC, I think, after the era of Hub and Vic Haldquist, and Dan has been rolling there until about 10 days ago when he announced he's retiring. Yes, so right, c- right. Congratulations yeah, yeah. to our old friend Dan Sagan. Certainly yeah. one of the good guys in our industry. Yeah, and I remember Bill Patterson. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Is he still alive, Bill Patterson? Oh, no. He uh, unfortunately died of a heart attack um, You know, well away from retirement. He was still a young man, unfortunately. Uh, so, yeah, unfortunately, that was uh, the case with him. And, of course, we all know the story of Brian Smith. Yes. Um, yep. And that was absolutely tragic. I still remember that day. It was like 1995, and I was calling an Ottawa Lynx game, and uh, Morgan Quarry – who was the media guy for the Ottawa Lynx? came in between innings and broke the news to us. And we're sitting there kind he of likes. like, okay, you know, we get that news, which was absolutely huge because everybody knew Brian Smith. The incident happened right after Brian got off the air and he's walking to the parking lot and that's when it happened. And so nobody locally is on the air with any news or anything with the exception of us calling an Ottawa Lynx game. So we, uh, we announced the news and it was really maybe the most difficult transition of my sports career going from that news to, well, there's a pitch inside Ooh, God, the can, it yeah. goes to three and two. Holy cow. Was that a, a wild time? Anyway, that's uh yep, awful, awful. Yep. 27
1: years ago, right?
0: If, if it was 95, 95, exactly. Yeah. Yep. And the Ottawa lakes were such a big deal back then. Like that was, you know, that was a, a full house for the first like three years of the, of the team's history. And they'd go on later that year. I think it was later that year. Right. They, uh, uh, it was around that era that they, uh, they won the entire thing, won the entire international league, beating the Norfolk Tides. And that was uh, certainly a fun memory in my sports media career uh, from a sporting perspective to call that final yeah. game. You made that joke about the uh, city of Norfolk. Oh, yeah.
1: We don't drink. We don't smoke Norfolk. <laughs> uh,
0: it doesn't take much to make us laugh, does it? Yeah, I know. <laughs> anyway, uh, the Sens were in action. They beat the Detroit Red Wings, so they've gone 3-0 and against the Wings this year. In fact, 3-0 and here in the last 13 days. Got a steady diet of Wings and did well with it, and uh, came away with a win. Uh, Tim Stutzler had, I think, 14 empty net goals, not just the two. really the dumbest I've felt as a Sens fan in a while. So the Sens win the game 4-1, but it was a 2-1 game. Red Wings pull their goalie. And usually you have your top defensive guys out at the end of the game. Tim Stutzler's a marvelous talent and will continue to get better, but he's never out there killing penalties or anything like that. So I was surprised to see him out there at the end of the game when the Red Wings have pulled their goalie. And I and I sort of I articulated that, and immediately the guy scores two empty net goals, not one, but but two. So I was like, okay, yeah. never mind. I Good guess idea. Yeah, yeah, they should have them out there. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's fine. And so I, we have a lot of uh, Sens fans who are encouraged about the future, but we have some Sens fans right now that are shaking their fist at the air. Now that we're inside ten games, there are ten games left in the Ottawa Senators season, I believe, right? right? Give or take one or two. Um, So it's late in the game. And so uh, some Sens fans at this stage of the game are in the mode of stop winning, right? We're really late now. We can all take a few losses to Mm -hmm. certify a better draft pick. Lower your finish, better your lottery odds, and stay as low as you can. And so I got one guy that tweeted, Sens it better wake the F up. I'll say it many times. They cannot draft outside the top eight. They made the mistake, and this is true of pointlessly winning down the stretch last year, and that worsened their draft situation. So they end up with Tyler Boucher instead of some of the studs like Edvinson, Eklund, Clark, Gunther. They missed on Cole Sillinger. Play the kids right now. Where are you at on that, James? Would you, If you're in the mode the Ottawa Senators are in where they're just 100% playing out the stretch, would you try and establish a winning attitude or would you dress a lineup that would encourage losing? And try and improve your draft stock.
1: Well, I'll tell you what, I would encourage losing. Okay. And 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 everyone knows the obvious reason. You just you just wrapped it up there in a in a beautiful bow for us. At at what point the the story is, Steve, here, at what point is the NHL gonna go, uh, I don't know if there's anything wrong with this, but we've got a we've got a bunch of teams here who are throwing hockey games. Okay. We got we got they're 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 trying not to win. Okay. So uh, do you think that's a problem in our league? What, like oh, like when are they gonna look at this thing and go, We can't have we can't have games where teams are trying to lose. Steve Well that's what the that's can, why yeah, you have yeah, a draft you know, lottery, but, right? But that's... the way it is now, I get it. I get it. You know, when you're gonna look out there and go, Okay, I I know that kid. He was a he was a goaltender in our street hockey game there. Yeah, when we used to play. Yeah, right? You know what I'm saying? It's like they got to fix that, Steve. I don't know how. I don't know how, but but they've got to do something about that. You know, I even even Major League Baseball, right? Said the All Star Game, everyone goes to this game. They go. It means nothing. It means nothing. It means nothing. Um, and then they kind of fixed it up, right? Saying if you win the All Star Game, then you get I don't know. You get home field advantage or something. I I don't know exactly what it is, but that's the story, Stevie. That's the story. How many years are we going to look? It, 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 it's just a, it's just a, you know, it, it's a pure wrong thing that's going on in, in sports. You can't have well, that, certainly Steve. You yeah, can
0: certainly, certainly, the
1: draft lottery has helped.
0: There's no question about that. Arizona, maybe Montreal or Seattle. One of those teams is going to finish dead last. In the past, prior to the draft lottery, the last place team would automatically get the number one overall selection. So you're damn right. There'd be some consideration of tanking. Now, yeah. If let's say if it's Arizona. Now, with the draft lottery, even if Arizona finishes dead last overall, their odds of getting the number one overall selection is only 16%. So that's a big difference than 100%. Right. So I think that's been a good thing. But I don't know if it's done enough to prevent discussions like the one we're having right now because you're still, the lower you finish – You know, your odds of getting number one overall are still very slim now compared to the old way of 100%. But the lower you finish, the more likely you are to finish, uh, you know, with a draft pick that's uh, considerably better. So I don't know that it's totally quelled the discussion. Like the tweet I just read is evidence of that. And I'm in a mode of, I don't think I want, because the Sens have been out of it for three months, maybe longer. I don't think at the three-month mark, I want to see any level of, tanking or anything right now we have two weeks left in the season right now if you can rock it up the charts here and, and get a better draft pick then I'm not necessarily against that and and I, and I say this because i know there's some people yelling at their devices right now what are you talking about right now? winning culture you got to establish it you got young guys winning culture mm-hmm. well we were talking mm-hmm. exactly this way last year you know okay I don't care about the lottery anymore I just want a winning culture they got that winning culture in the last month of last season. And then they proceeded to come out and play like garbage in the first month this past this season anyway. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I, I can see both sides of the argument, to be honest. But uh, certainly it's a discussion point. There are nine games left for the Ottawa Senators right now. And uh, or- obviously the, the existing players don't care. They don't, they don't care about who, about the draft right. one way. And they're thinking about their own situation. And um, in a lot of cases, playing for jobs. They want to win every hockey game. That's And the coaches are the same. But Pierre Dorian, the GM, does have that option where he can bring up a bunch of kids and dress them and
1: say it's all about development. But right. at the same time, you're improving your draft stock. Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Yeah, right. Um, or I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they come up with something, Steve. When the team's out of the playoffs, that there's there's some weight put on the last 15 games, you know, right. in the league. That there's something that can come up and say, okay, by the way, if you're out of the playoffs um and it's you know do they go back to a higher percentage stevie you know like you make the good point it's only 16 percent uh was 100 so that's a little bit of a too much of a drop off you know right do they make it a, do you, do they, you get more balls in the lottery or whatever but maybe there's something they can you know i've always said stevie they should have a split season you know uh to, to avoid this to avoid it right because there there are teams that halfway through the year Okay, they're not going to be mathematically eliminated, but but you can pick four or five of them and go. They got no shot. They got no right. chance here. Okay, they got no chance. So now what? Now what? I'm a fan in that city, uh, you know, and I'm, I'm, you know, I support them and all that stuff. But you know, the the TV networks have televised games with them, and they're all looking at this, going, "Well, this is, you know, no one is going to watch the game. No one's going to come to the game. No one's going to want to sponsor <laughs> that, you know, a, a, a team year after year." So. Uh, I don't know. They got to fix it. They got to fix it somehow. We'll take a time out of the program, James.
0: When we return, we'll get to uh, an interesting story in the NBA, in the playoffs, and play in games. Somebody tried to glue themselves to the court <laughs> to protest. What the? It's <laughs> the strangest thing I've ever it's heard. It's like
1: every day's April Fools when I read Okay, that's an April Fools. April. Yeah, uh, no, 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 no. That, that actually happened. happened. Yeah. And Derek Carr,
0: John Gruden goes away. And uh, Derek Carr gets paid. We'll talk about that coming up after these words. Jim K. Ford is celebrating their fourth year of serving Ottawa. In my opinion, you don't last that long in this business without being elite. Jim K. Ford has always been family-owned and operated. Their amazing team of professionals, from sales to service, is constantly training to provide you with the best possible customer experience. Do a little shopping today at JimKFord.com. Order up your dream vehicle exactly the way you want it. Jim K. Ford. 1438 Uville Drive in Orleans. With dozens of huge insurance companies fighting for your business, rates are incredibly competitive. That means
1: you're better off selecting on fit rather than premiums since they're all pretty close. Are you a client with a boat and a cottage or rentals and investments? Let's work together to find the right fit for you. Text 8606008. All Insurance Ontario, your modern boutique broker.
0: So the Las Vegas Raiders and their quarterback Derek Carr reportedly agreed to a 3-year contract worth a a tidy $125 million. Sorry, 121.5. Let's get that right. So he is the longest tenured quarterback in the AFC, and now he's extending his stay to at least 2025. This is a guy that under John Gruden, like Gruden was trying to get rid of him. He's bringing in other guys, and uh, Mm -hmm. he, he was not a fan of this guy. And now Gruden's gone, and... He helped the team back to the playoffs for the first time since he did it last time in 2016. But it just seems—I feel badly for him, though, because there's so many guys now that are, you know, making the 45 to 50 million. He's going to have to scrape by on only about 40. Yeah, yeah, and
1: what they do in the playoffs, Steve? The Raiders.
0: They—they
1: uh, oh, they lost to the Bengals on Wild Card Weekend. Yeah, well, 40 million a year, Steve. Mm-hmm. Okay, 40 million a year is. uh Super Bowl. Yeah. Steve. Okay. Super Bowl. Uh, I'll, I'll give you a little bit on that. Okay. You got to get to the Super Bowl. You don't have to win. Okay. 40 million is Aaron Rodgers, is Tom Brady, is Mahomes, right? Mm-hmm. What the fuck is this guy getting 40
0: million? Holy It's just Jesus, basically man. an acknowledgement that there just aren't that many guys out there that are are going to help you win. He hasn't done it yet. But right. they've, evalu- they've evaluated the season that he's just had, and he had a very good season. And now he's got Devontae Adams, guy who used to chuck balls to back in college, who was unbelievable, but that was with Aaron Rodgers. Uh, I think he'll still be great with Vegas, but I don't think yeah. he'll be what he was under Aaron Rodgers. He's got he's got Hunter Renfro. He's got, uh, what's the tight end's name? Waller. Yeah, but so so all the, sorry, go ahead. No, I was just listing off the the number of weapons he's going to have for the coming season. I think that's going to be um, a team that is going. I don't. I just don't. I don't see them getting to the Super Bowl per se. But they did take a step forward, and I guess they feel like, well, we can't. We'd love to go get Aaron Rodgers, and we'd love to go get Pat Mahomes. But this is the best we can do, and this guy at least gives us a chance. So we got to pay him.
1: Well, you're saying Pam, and then in the same breath, right? Which is which is legit. Is he's got some uh, tools there, okay? in these receivers, and in, in, in Renfro and uh, and the other dude. Well, well, how does that make him worth forty million? Shoot the dough to the receivers. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's just I've I've you know, if it was the other way around, Renfro's got car, okay? Well, okay, well then sh- shoot car. forty million, man. Anyway. You know anyway, more that, about the NFL than I do, but I'm looking at that going, okay, that well, the guy must you know, he must have won the Super Bowl. My must feeling have, about yeah. Derek Carr is
0: he is a quarterback who gives the Raiders a chance to win it all. Do I think they will? No. But he gives them a chance to. Most of the other quarterbacks that are out there, the ones that aren't already locked up long term and pay the King's ransom, those ones don't give you a chance to win. So right. That's the going price for a guy who gives you a
1: chance to win. And that's what Derek Carr can do. Right. But if you're another quarterback in that league, what's Josh Allen gonna make in Buffalo? Or what's he making? If this uh, guy signs for 40, okay. I'm I'm renegotiating if I'm Josh
0: Allen. Uh, he's entering his fourth year in the NFL and he agreed last December to a six year deal worth two hundred and fifty eight million dollars. <laughs> So you're right. That's not far off of what uh, yeah. what right. uh, Derek Carr just got. So I don't know if you had a chance. When you talk about cajillionaires and guys, uh, you know, you're looking for f- financial sympathy, I don't know if you had a chance. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's turning out to be a, a very early here, a very good follow. But Chris Pronger is on Twitter now. Yes. Is he ever? Yes. Yeah. he's He's coming up with these bombshell multi-thread tweets. He's only got a couple of them so far, but he just – I think he came on last week or something like that. And he put another one out there today. And I was like, that might be the most tone deaf tweet I've ever seen. It's interesting in its way because what he's doing, he's trying to establish, okay, you think a guy makes $6 million in the NHL. Let me Mm -hmm. tell you a little bit about what $6 million in the NHL actually equates to after all the deductions and taxes and blah, 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 blah. When you get Mm -hmm. down to it. And it's still like, I don't know, still around close to $3 million. Right, but he right. wanted to establish that that six million dollars isn't six million dollars. It's actually about half of that. But it's yeah, just three, what? you're still three million dollars, and you're you're still on Twitter. You know, if you're a if you're at a seminar with other NHL players, they'll be spellbound and sympathetic. If you're tweeting out to the general public about right, oh, my six million dollars is only worth three million
1: dollars. Yeah. Most people, I think, did not appreciate that particular tweet. Totally, totally, I saw and and. Good guy. Good guy there. Chris Bronger. Um Euler guy. Uh is I I agree. The the only thing he's missing there, Steve, is uh it's a small thing, is uh the amount of money. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. You know, it's like I I expect that whole tweet is leave out those dollar figures and put in there, they make forty-five thousand dollars a year. Right. Okay, and and here's the how that breaks down. So the guy's gonna. You know, I remember one time sitting around talking to buddies, going, uh, "Here's how difficult it is to uh, save ten thousand dollars, okay, at the end of a year, okay, for the average Joe." When someone says, "Well, you should have savings for ten grand," well, to to uh, you know, I, I, you got to make you got to make a hundred thousand dollars to save ten grand in one. You know, it's like whatever taxes, you know, seventy expenses, blah 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 you know and then you're going to have 2 grand left over at the at the end of the year. You got kids, you got cars, you got you know all all sorts of shit, right? So that's what Chris is missing there a little bit. Okay? Yeah, the the as you point out the dollar amount cuz I'm yeah. looking at So and you know unless he said at the end. And by the way, that you know at the end of it the guy's got 1180 bucks. <laughs> wow, yeah, those taxes are too high. That's too much tax. <laughs> that's too much tax. I think he has a point there, you know, but Yeah. Yeah. It's change just not relatable. It, change your deal, Chris.
0: Yeah. yeah. Like I say, if it's at a seminar with other cajillionaire uh, NHL players, it's, yeah, it's interesting stuff for sure. And I was interested in seeing the percentages. You know, it was a very detailed tweet talking about, uh, this is what we lose in escrow. This mm-hmm. is what we lose in uh, taxes. And it goes on from there. And then right. it got way down low. And I'm like, and so, of course, we need a car to get us from uh, from our homes to the rink. <laughs> and, he, and he put seventy five thousand dollars down for the car total. I'm like, no, come on! No, he didn't. Yes, no. he actually wrote down no. seventy five thousand dollars as though that was a, you know, what a a rank and file wage earner get seventy five grand. You don't. If you're really worried about your money, you don't need no. a seventy five thousand dollar vehicle, Chris. And you put that down yeah. like it was. I don't know, an economy car or something. Is that, right. uh, Yeah, 75 grand for my well, I don't want to name names yeah. or anything
1: like that. But anyway, and, the, and don't forget about the bass boat I bought for fishing, okay, for thirty eight thousand. Yeah. Right? The little Cessna that I I think we get it. I think yeah. we get it. Okay.
0: You know Mark Wahlberg? He just put his house for sale. Just speaking of cajillionaires, Mark Wahlberg put his uh his his home up for sale, his mansion. It's worth eight hundred million dollars. I Marky Mark has come a what? long way from the Funky Bunch. Got to say, $800 million. $80 not $800, 80 million, not no, 800 no. Million. What? Uh, let me see here. Make sure I'm okay on that. Uh, do, 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 do. No, you're right. It's $87 million. <laughs>
1: Yeah. $800 million, Steve. What? Well, somebody threw his... I, I got burned Fucking by some... apple isn't worth that much.
0: <laughs> Still, that's a lot of dough. That's a yeah, lot of dough okay. for us.
1: <laughs> 800 okay. million yeah. seemed high. Am I, yes, I, you get half defense. of Beverly Hills. Yeah, you get 7,000 <laughs> acres of Beverly Hills. That's a good deal. It's a good
0: deal. Yeah, good deal there. Yeah. Now, I want to talk about this NBA situation, as we alluded to going into the commercial. Mm-hmm. Uh, a fan at the Target Center on Tuesday night interrupted the Minnesota Timberwolves play-in game against the LA Clippers with an attempted on-court protest. And... She used a very new method to try and get her message across. But it didn't stick very well. Oh. That's from Yahoo Sports, by the way. I stole that completely. In the second quarter of the game, while a free throw was happening at the other end, officials quickly halted the game after a woman ran onto the floor and apparently started trying to glue her hand to the court. They quickly grabbed her, got her off the court, cleaned the court, and then that was that. But I'm like, what kind of? Kind of glued, did she think this was that she, she, hang on a minute. This says 60 seconds to cure her here. Hang on. Give me a second. You know, no, they grabbed her right away, took her off. It was no problem. It was an odd choice. But I guess she's complaining about uh, Glenn Taylor, who's the majority owner of the Timberwolves. She's got a chicken farm, and that farm recently killed a large amount of its chickens due to a bird flu outbreak. And her shirt said, Glenn Taylor roasts animals alive. And so oh. she was an animal rights protester, and decided that this is
1: how she would handle it. Interesting stuff, isn't it? Here's what, uh, so Stevie, I I, I want to be the old fly on the wall when they're looking at. Uh, okay, we got to protest this. Mm-hmm. Okay, she's sitting around with her friends, right? Yeah. Going. Okay, this is an outrage. Uh, allegedly, the guy the guy roasted a bunch of chickens. Uh, so you're going to start like this, Steve. Uh, okay, let's make up some signs. Okay, we'll make up some placards with signs on them with sticks. Uh, we'll form a little uh, circle and we'll walk around in front of the uh, target center, wherever it is. Okay, and someone goes, No, no. So the girl goes, Pass me the crack pipe. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what about this? What about this? So let's go naked in front of the. Yeah. Ah, that's no, been done. Give me another shot off the crack pipe. Okay, I'm gonna glue myself to the floor. There we go. Yeah. Okay, that's that's what you're gonna do right there. I'm gonna glue myself to the floor of the targets. By the way, Steve, and a uh, side note, the uh, Minnesota Timberwolves, Steve, yeah, are worth 1.8 trillion. <laughs> Shut up.
0: <laughs> it's not my fault. I got a bad. I got a bad scoop there. <laughs> is, even as I said the words, I was like, "Wait, that is that is really ridiculous." I got better yeah. double check that, but yeah. yeah anyway,
1: right. let's put a truck in front and uh, toot the horn. That seemed to, worry. you no, 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 no. I'm telling you, gluing yourself to the floor, strong. Bingo, strong. Stevie. Bingo, boom, right there. mic drop. Uh, she must. If, been if you're gonna be a protester, Steve, just be, just don't be dumb. Yeah, think about it. Think, think, think it out. Think. Let's, let's think that one through.
0: I think your joke would have come off better without crack and, and with glue sniffing as the option, right? Because you got sure, the glue right there, there and it just seems yeah. like a natural conclusion. You're huffing all this glue in the baggie, and you go, hey, you know what? We should use this glue. for Anyway, it's all good. Yeah. I think your
1: Mark quotes. Wahlberg story would have come off a lot better if you had the right price on the house. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> Our website, <laughs> ladies
0: and gentlemen, is stevewproject.com. There you can find all kinds of information. That website cost me $80 million, so make sure you check it out. So enjoy your day, ladies and gentlemen. We'll talk to you next time. Good night, everybody. We'll see you. Thanks for being with us on the SWP. Please subscribe today or support us on Patreon at SteveWProject.com.